Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and take you step by step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the My Little Eater podcast. I'm Edwina Kennedy, your host and pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and I am here to help you feel confident feeding your babies and toddlers. So today I am talking about, let's see if you can guess, I'm talking about a food that is probably one of my most favorite foods. It's one of two. It's also a food that a lot of us avoid as adults, especially when we're trying to lose weight, even though this is not what the podcast episode is about. Not necessary that you have to do that, but I digress. I just want you to figure out, do you know what the food is? It is something that a lot of people question, hmm, what's the best type of this food that I should give to my baby? Have you guys guessed it yet? <laughs> okay, I'm just going to tell you it is bread. So we're going to be talking about bread for babies, the best type, how to serve it, all the good stuff, all the common questions that come to your head as a new parent as you're introducing bread to your babies. So let's just dive right in. I mean, bread is one of those foods that is like delicious, it's comforting, and it goes well with just about anything. So it is pretty common to see it show up on baby menu plans. And naturally, some of the most frequently asked questions I get from parents is, you know, around whether or not bread is okay for babies. And what I want to say is that there are tons of things that make bread a great choice for babies, and it can be an easy way to include some really important nutrients in their diet. If you are starting solids and you are diving right into baby-led weaning, then bread can be a really easy vehicle to introduce other foods in as well, like nut butters or other spreads, like maybe like mashed avocado or beans or things like that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about toppings in a bit, but basically it can help to be a vehicle to get those other types of foods in. Needless to say, bread should not be underplayed. So the thing is, it can be confusing to know, okay, what age can you start to serve bread? How do you serve bread safely? What is the best brand of bread for babies? And there's definitely no shortage in the variety of brands out there and the types of breads out there in the supermarket. So let's just cut to the chase and I will spell out everything that you need to know right now, right here. All right, let's start with the first question. When can I introduce bread to my baby? So you can start introducing bread to your baby around six months of age or as soon as they've started eating solids. There is no reason really to hold back on it as long as it is introduced properly and safely. So bread is actually one of the top six finger foods that I recommend as a first food when you're first starting, especially if you're doing baby led weaning, of course. Um, I actually have a podcast episode on this, which I will link for you in the show notes if you haven't caught it and you want to know what my top recommendations for first foods are. But yeah, bread makes the list. 
Now, bread does contain wheat, which is considered one of the highly allergenic foods. So it's important that we introduce those types of foods early on. So another reason why I recommend bread is it's a great way to be able to introduce wheat and and do it in a safe way. So that is another cool thing about bread. So let's just talk about the best types of bread for babies. So when I said there's an abundance of breads out there on the market, like I really mean it. You have no idea sometimes what you're even looking for when you're trying to pick one out. But really... There's no bread that's unsafe when it comes to, you know, the main flour type. If you're looking at different types out there, you know, you see white bread, whole wheat bread, pumpernickel, sourdough, rye bread, all of those can be varied and and included in your baby's diet to expose them to different flavors and to increase their chances of becoming an adventurous eater in the long run. Of course, we know variety is the key for this. Now, sourdough is an all-time favorite of mine because it isn't as processed as other breads, which makes it easier to digest. And another bonus with sourdough is it lacks all of the added sweeteners and preservatives that other breads can have. So that is a bonus if you are going to be partial to any one type of grain, one, any one type of base, then a sourdough bread, I would say, is my, is my ultimate favorite. Now, sprouted whole grain breads are the best choice nutritionally from a nutritional perspective because they have limited preservatives like sugar and sodium, just like the sourdough bread has, but also they're a better source of B vitamins and magnesium and fiber and protein. So the reason for this is that sprouted grains, basically, it's a whole grain that's been allowed to sprout and like kind of germinate before it's actually milled into a flour. And so it's stopped at this like really kind of critical point in in, in its growth period where it has a super dense amount of nutrients. And so that is what's used to make the bread. And so you're going to find higher levels of all of those nutrients. Now with other breads on the market that have been processed, like most of the commercial breads available today, they have the outer shell of the grain actually removed, which unfortunately removes a lot of the nutritional benefits. So unlike processed wheat flours, sprouted grain flours are actually, like I said, sprouted before they're milled and before they're ground down and that makes the nutrients more readily available and easier to digest for your baby and so they can absorb more nutrients. Now typically breads that are advertised as spreaded grain are usually a safe bet because they're notorious for having low to no sodium or added sweeteners. Okay, so what are other things to look for in bread? So I've kind of referred to this a little bit before, but basically you want to limit the amount of sodium that's in the bread. So the sodium content is really important because when we look at the recommendations for sodium in a baby's diet, it's really low. I mean, it's only 400 milligrams per day up to 12 months of age. And that is assuming that 200 milligrams of that comes from breast milk or formula. So really that only leaves 200 milligrams in addition to come from solids in the diet. And it's not like it can't be broken. Um, It's not like it has to be like, you know, there's extreme, extreme danger by going a little bit over that. But we still want to be careful. And believe it or not, you know, most of the sodium in at least an adult's diet comes from grains and bread products because of the quantity that we eat. And bread we know is really easily consumed by babies as well. It's palatable. It's easy. It's kind of like not an overwhelming flavor. And it's usually pretty, you know, again, just present in a lot of the meals. So it can provide a lot of sodium when you look at it in the grand scheme of things. So what I would say is to look for a bread that has under 100 milligrams of sodium per serving or less, if at all possible. So again, those sprouted breads, those are 
usually going to have that. I know the Ezekiel low sodium or no sodium bread definitely has that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about brands that I recommend in a bit, but just something to note. Now, the other thing to look for in breads is one that doesn't have any added sugars or sweeteners, or again, very limited ones. So added sugars and artificial sweeteners are actually pretty common in a lot of the commercial breads out there. So what it is, is most breads contain yeast to help them rise and become you know, full once they're cooked. But yeast does require a food source to be able to achieve this. And typically that is sugar. However, those healthier options that are out there on the market, those will often only use the just like kind of a minimum amount of sugar that needed for this and there's not any additional sugar added for sweetness so my recommendation is to aim for bread that has two grams of sugar or less per serving okay so we've got the sodium covered we've got the sugar covered the next thing that you want to make sure is that you're avoiding any bread with large seeds or nuts so the reason why is because of course those pose a choking risk so thinking of okay what constitutes a large seed or nut basically a pumpkin seed or a sunflower seed a lot of times you'll find it on the crust or it can be mixed into the actual bread like the middle of the bread those are the most common ones that you're going to find now if the best option that you can find let's say in terms of you know reduced sodium and reduced sugar does have some seeds on the crust that's okay you can like scrape the seeds off or remove the crust before serving it to your baby Now, that being said, seeds like chia seed or hemp seeds or flax seeds are really small and those don't count as the same thing as like, you know, large seeds that would be choking hazards. So those are fine. Those are safe for babies. So no need to worry about those if that is in the bread type that you buy. All right. Now, the next thing that you want to pay attention to is does the bread have honey as an ingredient? And if it does, definitely do not serve it before 12 months of age. Honey, no matter whether it's pasteurized or unpasteurized or anything like that, it can have spores of bacteria that can cause infant botulism. So since babies' immune systems are still developing, it can put them at risk for any food pathogens that could be present in the honey. So you need to be really careful about checking the ingredient list for honey as it tends to be used in a lot of breads to add sweetness. So that's definitely something. Always check the ingredients, make sure there's no honey in there. After 12 months of age, totally fine to offer before 12 months of age, definitely not. Okay, let's now dive into the top brand recommendations that I have that kind of meet this criteria that I've just listed out. So the most popular ones that I will say are out there are gonna be like basically three different brands. We've got the first one, like I mentioned before, is the Food for Life Ezekiel bread. So there is a low sodium one specifically. That one basically per slice, it's zero milligrams of sodium, zero grams of sugar, three grams of fiber, one milligram of iron, which is really great. So that is probably my number one option just because, again, it is so, you know, it's it's not existent in any things that you don't want and it's got the good stuff in it as well. You will find that this bread is going to be stored in the freezer section of the grocery store, usually in the health food section, at least it is in my grocery store, but it's always in the freezer and that is because it doesn't have those preservatives in it. So it can't just sit on this shelf. It's not shelf stable. So even when you bring it home, definitely like what I would do is I have it in the freezer at all times because we don't go through it like that quickly. And so I'll just take a piece out whenever I want to use it. I will toast it. I'll eat it that way. But then I will put the bag 
back into the freezer and I just keep doing that so that I know it will stay good for a long time uh, by keeping it in the freezer. Okay, now the second brand that I recommend is the Silver Hills brand, specifically one called Steady Eddie. So per slice, we have 105 milligrams of sodium. So it's like five milligrams over the the recommended amount, but that's totally fine. I mean, it's close enough. It's got one gram of sugar, so that's great. Four grams of fiber and one milligram of iron. So that's another really great one that you can look for for your baby. And then basically the third kind is also Ezekiel (laughs) and it's um, sprouted bread. But this one is not the low sodium version. It's just the regular one. Now it's still fairly low, again, in comparison to every other bread out there. So we have per slice 75 milligrams of sodium, zero grams of sugar, three grams of fiber, one milligram of iron. So those are my top three choices just to keep it simple for you. Like I said, you can usually find those in the health food section of your grocery store. Okay. Now let's move into how to serve bread. So the key thing to know about when it comes to bread for babies is that really fresh and uncooked bread, like untoasted bread I should say, can be gummy and chewy and it can glob up and kind of stick to your baby's mouth and make it really hard to swallow. So that is why it's actually classified as a choking hazard for babies, especially since they're really still developing their oral motor skills and again, they need a lot of skills to be able to manipulate that texture in their mouth when it's really fresh and really gummy. So in order to help prevent choking, the best thing you can do is to serve bread lightly toasted. So toasting it is actually going to make it slightly less firm, which is also easier for self-feeding, of course. And as your baby gets a bit older, so maybe around like I would say around 18 months of age and they develop better oral motor skills, they've had lots of practice, then you can consider offering untoasted bread to them like in a sandwich, for example. So now a lot of people ask me like, okay, well, what is the toast time? Like uh, how long do I toast it for? How crispy should it be? Like how toasted should it be? Do I want it like black? Do I want it really, really, really lightly toasted? Like what? Give me the details. So it's hard to be honest with you to give you a definitive toast time just because everybody's toaster is different. And it also depends on the type of toast that you're using. But what you should generally look for in the texture is just some kind of, first of all, I'd say on the outside, you're going to see like a light brown color. You don't want it to be so dark. I mean, that's not the goal. You just want it to be lightly toasted. But the texture on the inside is going to to be like it's going to break apart I would say in half fairly easily and the inside's going to be like a little bit springy so when you kind of push your like I guess squeeze down on the bread let's say using your thumb and forefinger and you're just kind of holding it horizontally if this makes sense and you squeeze down it's going to spring back up a little bit I'm not like talking about pressing it down as hard as you can but just kind of giving it a little bit of a squeeze with your thumb and forefinger, you're going to see it bounce back. And that's going to be kind of a good indicator that it's a good texture. But at the end of the day, like really, there is no strict like, okay, one minute toast time or two minute toast time because it's going to be so different for everyone. Just keep it simple. Lightly toast your bread. That's all you need to do. If it's dry, this is where I recommend, actually, not even if it's dry, always. I always recommend adding a topping to prevent it from being dry, to prevent it from, you know, making it difficult to eat. So some of the toppings that I recommend, and it's also going to add a lot of nutrition, by the way, but some of them is going to be butter. 
just plain old butter. It is healthy. It is good. It's a great fat to add to your baby. Great way to add calories. Of course, grass-fed is going to be a nice choice if you can afford it, but otherwise just regular old butter is fine. You can also use ghee, which is a clarified butter. I love using that. I use that a lot in my house. You can definitely use that for your baby. I would highly recommend it. You can also just put some mashed avocado. So that's going to be rich in healthy fats. It's going to help with proper brain development. We know that we need babies to have lots of fat. So again, how easy is it to just kind of mash an avocado and spread it onto your baby's bread? You can always add like a little bit of lime juice or something to spruce it up, but plain old mashed avocado is totally fine. You can also just mash beans or lentils. So beans and lentils are great because they're iron rich. So that's going to help meet your baby's iron requirements. It's going to make it more of a complete meal when you add it with the bread. It's also a great way to include beans in their diet until they master their pincer graphs. So remember in the beginning of the episode, I said like toast is a good way to like it's a good vehicle for other foods. So beans I mean, when your baby just has palmer grasp, when they don't have that like ability to pick up small pieces of food, they're not really going to be able to eat beans unless you mix it into like some type of recipe. But this is a super easy way for them to get it on. You just mash it onto toast. They pick up the toast fingers and voila, that's that's it. Now for added iron absorption, because beans are, like I said, a good source of iron, but It's a source of non-heme iron is what we call it, which means it's a plant-based source, which also means that it's not absorbed as well as an animal-based source of iron. But what you can do to help increase that absorption is to squeeze just a little bit of maybe lemon juice on top of the bean mixture or anything with a vitamin C source that is going to help boost the absorption. So that's my little tip there. You can also do mashed eggs. You know, I like to actually mix it with like Greek yogurt or even like a good quality mayo or something just to, again, keep it moist because we know mashed boiled eggs can be really dry. But that's, again, a meal in in and of itself. So you've got a lot of calories, fat, you've got iron, you've got protein. And since wheat and eggs, PS, are both allergenic foods, just make sure that you only serve this mixture once you already know for sure that there's no allergy to wheat and then you can introduce the egg on top and then test to see if there's an allergy to the egg because if you introduce them both at once and then they do have an allergic reaction you may not know what it's from. So the next thing you can do is you can add thinly spread nut butter or like a peanut butter or an almond butter or like a sunflower seed butter even if you want. Basically you want to make sure it's thinly spread because large amounts of nut butter like in globs is a choking hazard as well. And again as with eggs just make a note that nut butters or nuts I should say in general are also an allergenic food so make sure that when you're offering that combo together that you've already introduced one on its own so you can separate any allergic reactions if any do happen you'll know where it's coming from okay the next idea is mashed berries I love doing this it's basically like a homemade jam it's so much healthier it adds sweetness without any of the artificial or processed sweetener so literally just take like strawberries I find it easiest to just do um, like mashed blueberries or mashed raspberries and literally just spread that out on the toast that works beautifully another thing you can do is like a full fat yogurt 
or even a cottage cheese. Those are the best kind of, I find, easiest and healthiest dairy products to put on just because they're lower in sodium and the yogurt is going to give, actually, and the cottage cheese are going to give a lot of protein. Now, again, dairy is an allergenic food. So again, only serve it after you've already cleared wheat as an allergen for your baby. And then the last one that I have for you here is hummus. So how easy is it to just add a little bit of hummus? Actually, you can make a thick spread of hummus on there. No worries about choking on that like you would with a nut butter, but that's such an easy addition, you know, to add calories again. And you know that hummus comes in so many different flavors. So again, what a good way to add in, you know, maybe roasted red pepper flavor or like a caramelized onion flavored hummus or something like that to just kind of add a variety to your baby's diet. Okay, so there you have it. I literally just went through everything I can think of when it comes to questions that parents have around serving bread for their babies. But if you guys have any other questions, of course, always let me know. You can always send me an email at info at mylittleeater.com. Follow me on Instagram if you don't already because I'm always giving tips on there at mylittleeater. And if you like this podcast episode, if you found it helpful, if you had a tip that you liked, anything, I would so appreciate if you take literally 30 seconds, leave me a five-star rating and just write something small for a little review. It would mean the world to me and it helps to spread this podcast out to other parents just like you. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.